Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to the Smackdown preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dadly Boys, Michael Hamflet from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of Friday Night Smackdown. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review Smackdown, but also Monday Night Raw, the show formerly known as NXT 2. Oh, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete. A bloody good quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, though, joined by Michael Havlett to look ahead to SmackDown tonight. It's f***ing Royal Rumble weekend, baby. I cannot bloody wait. And tonight is the go-home show for the best wrestling show on the planet. I can't believe when we finish this podcast, I have to go back in that office and spend time finding the timestamp of you swearing and edit it out before we can <laughs> release this. Do you know, Wilborn, the f***ing work that goes into doing that? You think that these podcasts just fall out of my f***ing arse? Is that what you think? Because when we get back downstairs, a little bit of software behind the, uh, behind the curtain Yeah, here, peek behind the curtain. Behind the curtain, it's called uh, Audacity. And uh, I have to go into there. Is that what you do? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have to go into Audacity and I have to find the exact timestamp and I have to clip it and edit it and make it like, I have to put a beep in there. Generate I, tone, yeah. I have to generate <laughs> tone, yes, thank you. I have to go in and I have to download the beep sound off, um, is, yeah. off uh, Winamp. And uh, like, I, I, I like beep four, but some, <laughs> sometimes I go with beep six depending on how many syllables Switch there are. Switch it up. Yeah, this yeah. Is it, yeah. Like, I've got to leave early today. <laughs> and yet you're setting me the task that I just. Like, it's Royal Rumble weekend. There's a lot on. Yeah. And I just can't believe you started us, like, down this slippery slope. I'll, I'll get past it. I'll get past it because I'm a professional. Yes. Maybe uh, you could take a leaf out of my f***ing book. I am genuinely buzzing for this wait. weekend. I, I I'm so excited. My only request for the Royal Rumble go-home show is probably have some more women entering the Royal Rumble. Because yeah, I think poor, we've got four. seven right about now. It's all good. Uh, but please don't add a single other match. I know Charlotte Flair... Is your SmackDown Women's Champion, and they're doing whatever they're doing with Sonya Deville. It's perfect. Yeah, this this paper premium live event right now. Oh, the Royal Rumble card does not need another wrestling match, or for that matter, a Charlotte Flair match. Mm. Um, it's it's just fine as it is. It's compact. It's well filled. Um, 
I was gonna say I was gonna say the stupidest thing I've ever said in the podcast, and in the immortal words, Mike Cedric, think of the ground that goes. <laughs> I was gonna say what's the opposite of a sandwich? A sandwich. <laughs> because you don't go to Subway and ask them to put dog shit in it. Yeah. But like so it's a it's a sandwich of a show. <laughs> because like the rumbles, great bread. Like high quality bread, and then like a nice it's a full sandwich, but it's not one of the ones where you've overdone it. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I've gone a topping too many here. Like I kind of like the bur- like burgers, pub burgers that oversell themselves oh. and overstuff themselves to the point where it needs a stick in the middle. You need a knife and fork. It's like, well, I kind of eat it like a burger. Oh. So what are we doing here? Like I didn't order um, not that good meat that I cut up to have with a bit of bread. Like this, <laughs> it, like it no longer feels like a burger. This card would feel like that overstuffed burger if you added any more because you know we have this with like when there's been elimination chambers and money in the banks. Uh, the men and women require, there has to be a division, you can't do them back to back, it would be like promotional malpractice mm. to do them back to back, but there was the one, I think it was last year, partly because the sign was on fire, but <laughs> Becky Lynch and Dewdrop was this match that suffered. Oh yeah. Like, for the card, there's always something where the card is like a minimum of a match too long. A better example, it just wasn't a good match and it was in the wrong venue for it, but do you remember Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles in 2019? Yeah. Dying in that stadium. So there's like, there is lots of evidence in the double rumble era about like to suggest that just keep everything else lean in mm. the middle. And I would hardly say two appearances from Uncle Howdy is your traditional version of lean, <laughs> but it's certainly a version I want to look at. Yes, exactly. Um, intriguing point looking at tonight's show, of course. I have no idea whether Roman Reigns is going to be on this show or not. Mm. Sami Zayn has been explicitly told, see you on Saturday. Yep. And yet, you've got Kevin Owens versus Solo Sokoa. Here's the thing. Uh, at this point, obviously, the bloodline is so great that you are encouraged to examine every detail. You can look at and find multiple uh, tragic endings for this. You can find multiple forks in the road. We were all, I think, collectively as a community, just wowed by what we saw on Monday in that first hour of Raw. Um, Sami Zayn could, and I think probably should, stay away from this SmackDown. However... Sami Zayn would have plausible deniability for turning up to help Solo Sokoa in exactly the same way that Usos and Solo Sokoa helped him when he had this against Kevin Owens. Like, and then Roman Reigns doing his, wise man, you seen this shit? Like, looking at Sami Zayn running in when he wasn't supposed to see him until Saturday, with Sami saying, Tribal Chief, you sent the guys out there to help me when I was fine. I assumed you'd want me to think three steps ahead. Mm-hmm. Such is the fate, unfortunately, of people in these gaslit relationships, mm. believing they have to constantly think several moves ahead to please the person that they're desperately trying to retain the affection of. Um, but, and this is why I would like him not to be there, I am kind of becoming obsessed with watching that clip back where Sami Zayn just accepts his fate as the Samoan spy. Oh. Like, that detail to me is now the most interesting one because we have watched... Not the denial, not the I shouldn't need to justify myself, because that certainly wasn't eradicate me from the bloodline. That was, please look at me for who I am. And how can you do this to me after everything that I've done? that was a very different kind of plea. But the fact that he wasn't putting his guard up to accept his fate was such a huge character moment for Sami Zayn. Was it called the Zabruder film? Zabruder film? Go on. The JFK assassination. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. I've watched it frame by frame. (laughs) Yeah. It's his head when he goes, well... Guess this is it for me. Yeah. Right. Ah, block from Jey Uso. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I feel like I should have probably been spiked by it. <laughs> oh, well, oh. thanks for the block. 
Jimmy J. J. Yeah. Um, we've got uh, lots of content coming on, uh, like various members of the team, with our speculation of what's going to happen at the Royal Rumble. But it's for that reason why I think Sami Zayn won't be there. But I could completely understand the narrative reason for him trying to get involved. Um, would this be Solo Sikoa's first loss? It would, and I don't think it's coming. I, I, we might not get a finish here. Like, I don't know if they're pushing their luck with giving a good DQ a couple of weeks ago and finding another way to give you another one, but this just feels very... This feels... Oh, my God, it's all breaking down. Tune into the Royal Rumble this Sunday. Graphic coming up in the bottom corner. What, Owen snaps? You got, obviously, a DQ could still be a loss for Sarah. So it's Owen snaps and chairs Sokoa, so he's not there on Saturday? Yeah, maybe. Because you don't want yeah. Sokoa in the Rumble either. Because no, that's good, yeah. So, like, Roman suddenly needs, like, in this test that he's going to give Sammy... He didn't kind of anticipate not having Solo Sokoa in his he ranks. forces so. out. Mm-hmm. Breaks it, he, uh, 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 pilmanizes his hand so he can't Simone Spike mm, anymore. You do have to keep Owen strong. So yes. that would be a nice yeah, way of, yeah, that yeah. would be kind of a delicate way of doing that as well. Like having him just batter Solo with a chair to try and say, like, Kevin Owens hasn't come here to win. He's come to reduce Roman's numbers to ensure he doesn't lose. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, I just, it's the best storyline in, in wrestling. It's my favorite thing. And I'll tell you how good it is. Me and Sid were chatting about it in the office yesterday. Mm. Michael Sidgwick is thinking about and enjoying fantasy booking WWE when he's not uh, necessarily forced to do so for his job. I like how we've done this now separately in, se- in entirely separate conversations, independent of each other, where we've picked our favourites and like... He's been like, yeah, it's good, this, isn't it? Because I had that exact same thing about the Judgment Day yesterday. Mm. <laughs> like, the exact same, that's my favourite, this is your favourite, and it's, it's like... The good, the good stuff is great, actually, yeah. and it's it's nice. This is like this is it. Like for years, people and I love that they have. For years, people have listened to us, and we have a bit of fun dividing up between our own personal biases, but we try and apply um, a good amount of subjectivity and objectivity at these podcasts. And it's funny to wind Sidge up as well. Yeah, um, like you know, his brain's all over the place. Like he's in a bloody washing machine. Sidge <laughs> isn't one of them, but uh, he's getting of, a washing machine delivered today. That's why I said that. Awful lot of AEW freakazoids, and they're there in it. <laughs> and Sidge uh, isn't one of them, and I like. I'm glad. No. I'm, I'm I'm glad. Like he sort of, he just like likes what he likes in the same way the rest of us do. There's there's not for all the comments and for all the ac- accusations, accusations. There isn't really much beyond liking what you like. Yeah. So when it comes good, like it does, it's just easier to enjoy it. If you're an AW stan and and Sid has has written brilliantly, hundred twenty thousand passionate and mm. insightful words about uh, AW coming becoming all elite, the rise of AW. It's the book if you want to go and get it on mm. Amazon right now, and you should. But if you're one of those guys, how do you turn around to Sidge and say, when he has the temerity to criticise Dynamite because he holds it to this high standard, how do you have the, how do you do it? Turn around <laughs> and say, well, you're not a true AEW fan. Are you kidding me? Oh, they're losers, man. Like, uh, <laughs> that's why it's because they're absolute goddamn losers. Like, um, I think that's the thing. The WWE defence force, like, when they come for you, it's not scary. There's just a great many of them. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's a volume issue. They're just, they're just idiots. Like, you know when, like, I don't know a lot about AI, but I understand the technology is developing rapidly, right? Mm. But, like, my first look at it was quite funny because it was when that, like, Wally thing came yeah. out last year where it was like, look, why Steve Austin got 12 faces? <laughs> Mr. Wally like, wins the Royal Rumble. I would believe that, that like, that there's AI doing those uh, replies on Twitter because they don't make any sense. Like it's like <laughs> they're definitely letters, but they're not words, and that's a bit like those AI pictures. Yeah, that, that the, that's the idea of Steve Austin. But why is he a dog? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, 
Anyway, speaking of losers, Hit Row uh, <laughs> are in the tag team tournament semi-finals. Uh, they're facing the team that are probably going to win the whole thing. Mm. Sheamus and McIntyre, at the very least, I sense they're probably going to make the final. In the other semi-finals, it is Imperium versus Legado del Fantasma. Um, another show, another SmackDown where no women's matches are advertised, oh, which is a shame. What is going on this week, man? Well, I mean, this week. What is going on this last several years, but well, well, specifically this week? NXT had quite a few women's matches. I don't think people can complain that much. Um, <laughs> nevertheless, I am very much looking forward to both these matches for very different reasons. Yeah, um, whew, I cannot believe I'm saying this, but potentially another good week for the tag tournament if some of the action is a little bit basic, it doesn't mean... I, I, this is the thing about that we talked about this in the review last week. I didn't love the episode, but I didn't mind it being dedicated to the tournament because it, yeah. didn't, make the, it didn't make the stakes matter. Like the, and they kind of did that with the World Cup too. You want to win the tournament. You want to win the whole thing to get the outcome, to get the title shot. Amazing tournaments are actually quite good. Well, and then, you know, like remember was it like AW were getting accused of running too many? And I think the problem wasn't that they were running too many tournaments. It was just the way they presented them. Like the, when you had like rampage brackets, so you immediately felt less for those ones yeah. than the dynamite one. When it would drop off for a couple of weeks and then come back around. When it wasn't clear if really the result mattered. It's not that tournaments aren't theoretically always awesome. It's just you've got to kind of preserve the integrity of them. And I think they're doing that here in spite of top dollar being in one of the matches. It's <laughs> it's not... Uh, They're going to mug him off again, aren't they? Especially with Drew McIntyre and how he can go over the oh, top. He's there to get the piss ripped out of him. Like, to the point where, very, very quickly, I think WWE will underestimate the amount of sympathy that builds top dollar. It's like, can we... Um, we do We talk about this all the time on the podcast, right? It's not part like a fun part of our job to come and bury a wrestler. We might bury a match. We might think, oh, not so good, Al, and things aren't going so well. But you've got to feel like you're always punching up. Yeah. I'll have a little dig at Charlotte Flair now and then because I kind of feel like at this point... She'll I, be all right. Well, and I like there is a certain platform that she's placed on and she has obviously enormous wealth and all the rest of it. But like a lot of them don't. like A lot of them aren't job safe and a lot of them don't have any agency and they're just kind of sent out there in top dollar. The saddest thing is like, in this case, top dollar is... I can't believe I'm about to say this. Uh-oh. I'm sorry, I can't Actually, hang on. Uh-oh. Sorry, I said it properly now. I'm about to make two of the most repulsive comparisons you can ever imagine back-to-back. Top dollar is the Sami Zayn what? to Triple H's Roman Reigns. <laughs> Think about it. Yeah. Right? Triple H is like, hey, Toppy D, coming back on board. See you next Friday. Make the town. Top dollar makes the town. Is top dollar. <laughs> Gets backstage. What the f*** was that? <laughs> what the f*** was that, top? Right? So top dollar's like, oh, <laughs> all right. Um, so Shanty the Adonis is like, oh, uh, mate, you're going to have to delve deep into your back pocket because I can't have another one of them. Yeah. Top dollar's like, all right, so Triple H gets back on the phone. I've cooled down. Come back next week. All is forgiven. I was a bit, I was a bit annoyed. Because uh, it's not going so well with Dexter and Johnny either. Maybe, maybe I took that out on you. But uh, SmackDown's a different different place to roll. Get yourself back. Big tag match. You, number one contenders. All ears. Yeah. Show me that I was right to make the decision. Arm round the shoulder. Prove me right, top. Oh, you might be right here. And then, top dollar. Does what he does. Over the top row. What the f***ing f- was that, top? <laughs> you piece of f***ing And now... Like, he's not giving him the third phone call. No. He's not saying, like, uh, hey, Tab, one more chance, big guy. It's like, he gets to make the goddamn town. Every member of this goddamn roster is going to call you worse than shit, Tab. 
Like it's just like he's trapped. He's absolutely trapped. Yeah. Like he's <laughs> you know what he is? The honorary H. <laughs> like he's Triple H's wrestler who he's kind of like every other member of like Triple H's like Infinity Gauntlet team is like sort of him. But like everyone's Jey Uso from the first part of the Bloodline Saga, <laughs> him. And like he's not got an ally yet. Nobody in the family has come. Like every week, everyone's lined up to Sokola. Sokoa spike him. Just, Even Ashanti's like, I'll do it, boss. Yeah. Like, I'll do it. Like put me in the rumble. I just feel like, yeah, it, this match is just. I mean, I get what they're doing. Hit row of heels now. You need yeah. a heel team to face a babyface team, except for the other side of this bracket, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does feel like, right, we're also going to have. A former world champion who's mint and ridiculously talented yeah. and charismatic and blah, blah, blah. Show you what you should have done. And then you're going to get um, Beats of the Bodron from Sheamus. Just Company a really fan favorite who's just had the best year of his career. Yeah, just to remind you. And you're going to lose. He's going to forearm you, shoot hard yeah. in the chest 20 times. <laughs> yeah, they're getting beat. Um, but this is the problem, which you've identified there. Like, all uh, jokes aside, not like anything I said was a joke, it's 100% true. <laughs> but, like, you've identified the problem there, and WWE fell into this trap for years under Vince McMahon, so I'm kind of not surprised it's happening with Triple H. The joke eats itself because they are going to lose. They are going to be made to look idiots. Mm. So they're going to vindicate the bullies. They're going to vindicate these comments, and they're the baddies. So they're supposed to come out and be like, hey, shut up, you guys, you're all wrong about me. I'm not supposed to side with you. <laughs> like, you've got to walk a tightrope. I said this about the guns and the acclaimed. Yeah. You kind of go so far that then you're thinking, how are they acclaimed? Leave off. Yeah. Like their dad did leave them like to go on the road 30 days a month or whatever. And it's just like, it, that's not happening like any day of the week with the hit row. No. More is going to fall. I don't know why I'm centering myself now. But like more <laughs> is going to fall on top of them and you're just going to be like, more, more. <laughs> like he, that tray that the rock uh, rock bottom the British ball are gone yeah. to. Another one. <laughs> Tip it in top dollar's face. Like, like a cream pie. Another. Like it's dripping down his face at this point. He stinks of it. It's so ingrained in his hair that he can never wash it out. It's gone into his sweet new Nikes. It's like more, more. <laughs> rub it on his legs. There's a bit of his shin under them baggy shorts that hasn't been got by it yet. More. Yeah, I don't know how you... It's an episode of South Park where Britney Spears is just an eyeball floating on her neck. <laughs> I don't know how you uh, turn things around here for, for, for Hit Row. But regardless, Seamus McIntyre are winning and yeah. probably facing Imperium in the final, I'd say. Well, yeah. Potentially setting up, I don't know, Gunther versus Drew. Uh, saw it once in person. Don't need it again. Thanks very much. Survivor Series 2019. Goated. Uh, nah, yeah, I'm being facetious. It's the Banger Bros. I think I want the Banger Bros to lose in the final. To Imperium? Yeah. I think I want um, the... But Jey Uso is one of the biggest baby faces now, so I'll give you that. The Usos have turned face, which is going to make this bloodline thing a bit more awkward. But um, I I think I want um, Imperium to win. I think... Sammy versus Gunther down the line? Well, whether or not Sammy's part of that group by then, I don't know. But I'll tell you what I did think of. Because I I think Sheamus and Drew is an interesting direction for WrestleMania. I think they... Have a bit of sport in the Rumble, and one eliminates the other, and it's like they do that grinny bit. But when Edge and Orton had that, and that's yeah. what kicked off their WrestleMania thing. Like, it doesn't need to go that long at Mania. But <laughs> a little bit of a grinny sporting thing, and one throws the other, and it's fine. It's yeah. fine, like because the final's next week, right, isn't it? Yeah, so the I Rumble will so. have happened. Yeah. So it's like, oh, fine. Yeah, so we're going to win the belts. So we'll just we'll win tonight, then we'll win the belts. Everything's fine. Yeah. And then that loss. You do a big kick for a finish. I do a big kick for a finish. What can possibly go wrong? Kick each other in the face. Like... Imperium in the middle of the ring, meet in the middle type deal, and they both kick each other. Oh, yeah. So, like, the rumble is the rumble plus that defeat is going to compound the problems between them, and then you're off to the races. Meanwhile, uh, the bloodline is still the bloodline, and Gunther has started to quite like that aesthetic of everybody holding all the belts. 
So Imperium are set up to fight the Usos for SmackDown cards. Because like, I want some of that, actually. Like, this looks pretty cool. And I think Imperium against the last babyface iteration of the Usos before you turn the screw with Sammy Mm -hmm. and start pivoting them back to being the top heels. I think it's quite a nice SmackDown TV main event. And I don't think we've had it either. No. Imperium and the Usos. I I think that's the route. But Sheamus and McIntyre win their semi, Imperium win theirs. Yes. Sorry, Legada del Fantasma. Yeah, they are kind of there to be workhorses more than stars at the moment, so. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Uh, of course, the Royal Rumble is this weekend, as I said, uh, Michael Hamflet. But before then, we get Rey Mysterio attempting at least to get some payback against one of our new favourites, Karrion Cross. I cannot call this, and I never thought I'd say this, but I really hope Karrion Cross wins. Um, it's not that the story would be betrayed if Rey was to win. The babyface has kind of eaten a lot of shit here, and it's pro wrestling. Like you've got to get your revenge and you've got to yeah. like, you got Ray's gotta be able to see the light. But does he yet? Is he not in a pit that you can do this? Yeah, he not like, well, he's Velcro he, what is it, Teflon to losses yeah. anyway. Uh, but his head is elsewhere. Yeah. You know, like the he's just he's gotta get the observer today and see how many stars Dave gave his son in the WWE match of the year. Oh. Like, he's got a lot on Rey Mysterio. <laughs> so I think it's okay to justify this defeat, even though like the story suggests that he's gotta get some a measure of revenge for what Cross has been doing him, like doing to him. But a Cross win here, it's a lie, but it kind of allows like the commentators to say that oh wow, now and in he goes to the Rumble as one yeah. of the favourites. Like it's it's quite neatly played itself to the Rumble. I wonder if Cross wins here by and it's like it's a WWE thing and it's a bit lazy. But if Cross wins by something like a musical distraction, ooh, so like raise like dialing up. And he like so crosses on that bit of the rope, but like he's facing the, the thing. So like Ray's about like calls up for the six one nine, and then you get the I'm in the fucking judgment day wings on the Titan Tron. Yeah. Like the music kicks off. All lights go off, lights come on, and there's a bandana in the ring. Oh my yeah. <laughs> Lore of the purple bandana. You see Adam Cole shouting at the Judgment Day wearing a bandana on the that. Yeah. Interesting one, one choice. Color. Yeah, one color, but some yeah. people can pull it off. 
Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna show that to my wife. That she can be the test. Oh yeah, that's uh, a big if, test. If she still fancies him in that bandana, then we're wrong. That's, <laughs> that's basically, yeah. isn't it? Um, I I think like there might be a sort of some sort of visual distraction because what that does is it cues up that. Carrying... It looks like the hatchet, wi- hatchet wielding hitchhiker. That's what it looks like in that bandana. <laughs> that describes. Tie? That describes uh, Roman Reigns' uh, 2021 title defences. Smash, smash, so smash! Yeah, we both watched the documentary this week on yeah, Netflix. That's, that's our new thing now for 12 hours. Like, <laughs> that's a new thing before the Royal Rumble becomes our new thing. Yeah. Tune in next week for our new thing. <laughs> our new thing. Our new thing. This is our thing. <laughs> Love that. Thing section, because that was an old thing we did. Yeah, yeah. It's called that. Ah, where are we in the podcast charts? Just like Roman Reigns. Just like the bloodline. We the ones. We the ones. That's good. See, that's uh, yeah, a yeah, Ron so Slap fight now, apparently. Oh, yeah. No, slap yeah. fight sucks, by the way. We're not putting that I was going to say, no. Don't take a thing that everybody loves to try and, like, uh, babyface this hideous, hideous Oof. project. Mingan. Glad to see those ratings in the bin. Um, aye. Karen Cross wins. He goes into the Royal Rumble with, like, actual momentum because yes, he's just been yes. beat Rey Mysterio. But now is the time on the go-home show for you to remind the audience and Ray that the Judgment Day kind of stuck in his life, whether he whether he wants them or not. Because we know Dominic <laughs> and Damien Priest are going to run at the Rumble. We assume Dominic and uh, Damien Priest are going to run at the Rumble. So now Ray... Dominic is, he's announced. Dominic's announced? 100%, yeah. I need to update a list at whatclutch.com, forward slash WWE, called Rest has already announced the Royal Rumble. Right, I should be on top of that. It's Dominic frigging Mysterio. <laughs> but maybe I did put him in, actually. I kind of do track his every move at this point. Anyway, Ray should lose this. Yes. The tradition shouldn't be on TV, but just the idea of them. Yeah. So, oh, God, stopped him at tracks, cross gets back up, etc. wins. And then we see him, uh, like, go and knock on Triple H's door and put me in the rumble. Like, he's kind of moved to have to be in it, and you've, yes. put, you've put it back there in the fans' minds. Like, uh, Triple H is like, are you sure you want to do this, Ray? And Ray's just like, yep. Put yeah. me in the rumble, and it's something that you're allowed to then think about because we're kind of all fantasy booking spots anyway. Yeah, but then you're making it a bit more overt that like it's it's the good version of something's happening. WWE have advertised this as Rey Mysterio wants payback. So yeah. when he doesn't get it and he spirals further and he finally gets to that point, one way or another, you can fantasy book it however you way you want. Of I'm gonna have to put my hands on my son here because yeah. he's been a little twat. <laughs> uh, it's part of it, and yeah, I think the rehabilitation of Carrying Cross has been. Fairly brilliant from... He doesn't uh, have to win on Saturday, does he? It's just, he just, it's, he's back to... He's got that aura again, which he lost when he had a stupid cage match with Drew McIntyre that he should have clearly won. You know what I really quite like, and I think he should keep, and I don't think he will because he just sort of like randomly experiments, and I think he thinks, well, what, what am I going to look like today? But I absolutely loved the leather jacket and suit gimmick. I like, like the, the, I like the, the estate agent who's gone to a goth night, yeah. but straight after work. Yeah, you've got so to go straight out afterwards, so I've got to wear something I'll, that works. I'll bring the jacket... Because like I can wear that into work and then just like put it on the back of my chair for it. I, I remember doing that once. I went to a, I did a corporate gig at a football stadium, uh-huh. West Brom or Birmingham or something like that. Uh, and then I immediately went out because my mates were playing a gig and I looked like a talent scout. I was got a suit on in the back of this dingy bloody club. I went me and a mate once. Uh, we were very very sad. It, like long-standing English listeners, not of this podcast specifically, but may remember the bank Northern Rock and it collapsed. For our American yes. listener or anybody else, it was very tied to the Lehman Brothers financial collapse yeah, of 2007. Yeah, yeah. That was my first job out of university after I graduated. I was deeply miserable. Mine was delivering leaflets. And like, don't, <laughs> I, I promise you, anyone listening that's having that time, like, there was sometimes like the end of the tunnel, but it was a bad time. And like, we were, I'd worked there not very long and already we were staring down the barrel of redundancy. It was grim. And uh, me and a mate who worked there as well, 
just on a Thursday night, I think it was, um, went out for like a couple of drinks after work and just went off it. Like a couple of drinks after work, we found a bar that had that red button where you get like buy one, get one free. Oh, yeah. So we just stayed in there till closing time, getting all the free drinks. And it was just like by this point, well, can I go home? Like, we'll just go into work like this the next day. He lived, like, quite close to the office. Okay. So I was like, well, I'll just come out to yours. I'm dre- we're dressed like this now. And we were in uh, Blue Bamboo Nightclub in Newcastle, <laughs> which is basically any beach-themed Newcastle club yeah, you can yeah, think yeah. of. And we got talking to these people. And they were like, you guys been to a wedding or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe it. Ties around the heads in the middle of a poxy nightclub dance floor drinking one pound blue drinks. Oh, Jesus, I was happy. I mean, I was utterly, utterly miserable and depressed. But yeah. That's when you it's chase it. time. Uh, higher highs and lower lows, isn't it? That's yeah. It. I also went carrying across to keep the your next card gimmick because I'm kind of weirdly into that now. Who's he going to put on a card? Yes. Uh, finally, two weeks ago, Eater of Worlds Bray Wyatt. Last week, Firefly Funhouse Bray Wyatt. Could The Fiend be on SmackDown tonight? Yeah! Whisper words of wisdom, Wilborn. But let it be. <laughs> let it fiend. I would absolutely love the return of The Fiend tonight. And the best thing is, it doesn't even need to be... Um, I was going to give this gimmick more credit than it deserved. It doesn't need to be this sort of thing where they're trying... Like, I, I don't even need logic... You know, like how Bray, when he did the rocking chair one and when he did the Firefly Funhouse, they were very keen to say, like Bray in the rocking chair was like, I am everything, I am all. Yes. In the Firefly Funhouse, it was like, it's been a while since we've been here. So what they're trying to, I think what they're trying to do, unless they've just completely given up and they might have done. I thought they'd hit the reset button. The yeah, way, like yeah. I think the idea is, is that Bray knows that he is all of these things and none of these things. And now it's the time to show LA Knight that he, he you cannot find even footing with me. Like... You, why are you not scared of me? Because look at what I'm yeah. getting. I think that's the direction. I'm with LA Knight, no selling it. I think that's great. He's the new Lord of Darkness. Yeah, yeah. Check out LA Knight's interview on Chris Van Vliet's show as well, because it's brilliant. Yeah. That's another genuinely fantastic podcast. Absolutely worth your time. He's a very handsome man, Chris um, Van Vliet. And LA Knight. Both handsome men. Uh, just normal, innocent men. <laughs> but yeah, The Fiend, for me, doesn't need any of that, like, loose narrative explanation just have LA Knight be like, like LA Knight should predict it ooh like he's gone out there and said I saw you out there uh, whispering sweet nothings with the dead man yeah like that old bastard's never gonna dance at the end guilty feet have got no rhythm I saw him peddling that motorbike around yeah <laughs> that was a careless whispers Bray I heard what you said I heard what he said the dead man said you need to bring the fiend back yeah <laughs> So Bray just does it. Like he just comes out as a fiend, mandible claw, sister Abigail, like, careful what you wish for, see you Saturday. Yes. Like perfect. That, that like that's what I want. Like just own the bollocks of the, the fiend, not as a mythical entity, but as a dangerous clown prick. <laughs> I love it. I'm very excited to see how they set up this Mountain Dew pitch black match, which I don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to be memorable. I think is the best way of putting it. We, we've we did talk in a podcast rather than just in the office about using the cans and Mentos for pyro, didn't we? I think line so, up yeah. like three hundred cans and drop <laughs> mints at the same time. I really hope we get at some. Alicia Fox has chucked pop on like Jerry Lawler wants something. I remember thinking like, oh, Coca Cola, that's like so hard uh, to get out, wouldn't it? Like in yeah. the shower. <laughs> I mean, it's not the first time I've shivered thinking of Jerry Lawler in or out of a shower, but like. Ugh. Uh, very quickly, before we finish up here. Yeah. Hey! It's time to play the game! 
And that game is, well, he needs some more bloody Royal Rumble entrance. <laughs> uh, mainly women, but we never know how this game goes. I have the uh, WWE alumni page open in front of me. I'm going to attempt something that we've not done before on Ooh. this. Uh, if if this sort of thing comes off. And if not, I'll just bin it off. It'd be fine. Right. Um, so, uh, give, tell me when to stop. And then give me a number between one four. And that is our pick tonight for the for one of the final people to declare for the Royal Rumble match. But uh, they're not a current roster star. They're a legend. Stop. Looking at your face, I'm trying to read that face. It's like trying to do well in a quiz. Two. <laughs> okay. I don't. I won't play the theme. We don't need that. Okay. Ah, oh, sorry. It's fine. Did I kill a bit? Have I stepped on your dick there? No. Uh, if you'd have picked four, yeah. you'd have picked what the internet probably would say could feasibly be in the rumble. Mm -hmm. But uh, we, as people who actually understand. Uh, what go, women have to go through to a certain extent, you more than me. Yeah. Uh, Peyton Royce would have been four. Right, yep. Yeah. Oh, you then want to. Oh, she had gave, that was, gave worth like two whole weeks ago. Get it back out there. Yeah. Come on. I mean, uh, Seth Rollins was in the room <laughs> after, uh, yeah. after Becky Lynch gave birth. I don't think you really understand him, how this thing works, guys. He's back already. Neither of them are getting sleep. <laughs> Live in the same house, that baby. Instead, though, yeah. I'll pick <laughs> one of the final people to declare. For the 2023 Royal Rumble, I sense probably not someone who's going to um, go the distance. Mm -hmm. But I, st I think uh, may uh, have people have fond memories calling back to when he um, got a gimmick that was meant to be a punishment, but actually got him the most over probably he's ever been. I'm talking, of course, of Perry Saturn. Oh, my God. Like, shout out to Perry Saturn, a man that, like, kind of has a bit of mystery around him and has gone through tough times and I believe yeah. was a massive hero for a woman in danger and stuff like that. I would love Perry. Like, Perry Saturn would kick ass. I mean, I don't know what health position he's in, but, like, yeah. Yes. Let's go for that. Perry there Saturn. we go. That's our selection. Perry Saturn, Royal Rumble memory, dead quick. Royal Rumble flashback. Uh, Royal Rumble 2002. Check it out. Perry Saturn is wearing cow print tights. It looks really funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's like post Moppy. They take Moppy off him, but he was still crazy. He's like, my trunks are a cow. What you like, Perry? Yeah, Google that. We'll get back in the office. Uh, right, let us know your thoughts ahead of SmackDown tonight and, of course, the Royal Rumble this Austin weekend. Steve Austin stuns him, eliminates him, and then, but he's got a time to kill, so he rolls him back in the ring and stuns him, eliminates him twice. <laughs> oh, poor bastard. Uh, thoughts, Twitter questions, all that good stuff. At what culture WWE on Twitter. Watch there, you can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Hamflit at... Michael Hamflit. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at what culture WWE, as I said. Make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from. For daily wrestling podcasts, me and Hamflit back later on to preview AW Rampage. You've got Wrestle Culture coming your way a little bit later on today. Me and Hamflit are going to be doing an extended Royal Rumble preview that will be coming out tomorrow ahead of the premium live event. And don't forget to join myself and Phil Chambers on Saturday night for our Royal Rumble live stream reactions with prizes. <laughs> uh, but for now, this has been the SmackDown Preview. My thanks to Michael Hampler. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.